Hey, Zero Block 30 listeners, you can find us every Tuesday and Friday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and YouTube. Pride members can also listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Ooh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Revely, revely, revely. Welcome back to another edition of Zero Block 30. Today, we have three rounds in the magazine. We're saying rounds again. We're back at it again. We're saying it again. Round number one. Is the military resorting to TikTok thirst traps from hot e-girls for recruitment? That sounds like one of those sentences that you put into your phone and you just keep tapping it and it makes it old sentence. Yeah. That's what mm. that seems like for recruiting. Round number two, Russian troops desert and they have found themselves stuck in a South Korean airport and they've been there for quite a while. Kate's going to tell us about that story. That What's that movie, Transpotters? No, not even close. Not what even is close. it called? Way Terminal? far off. We'll get to that movie oh, in okay. the round. We'll get to that movie. Oh, yes. what a spo- oh, that's a nice little tease, Kate. Mm-hmm. Well done. Mm-hmm. And finally, round number three, we got our news roundup that's going to include that adorable, adorable, adorable Congressman Santos. He oh, is back at it again. He's I in hope there. this guy never resigns. Even if he does resign, I hope they put him somewhere where he can just hang out in the halls and they can, yeah. Manu Raju can still ask him questions. That would be fantastic. Yeah, he's a staple uh, at this point. And Tom Brady's retiring. So we'll get into that. And all that stuff starts right now. Okay. All right. Okay. Oh, sorry. No, go ahead. No, you. you. No, no you. you. No, you. We'll just okay. start like that. Go ahead, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> so this story comes to us from Dazed Digital. Um, they cover all these certain trends on Everybody online, on the Dazed internet, as they say. Everybody knows Dazed Digital. <laughs> um, but I had seen on Twitter about a few weeks ago this account showing I guess they're called like waifu girls and girls who dress up like, um, what would you call them? Anime girls, like hot, sexy anime girls kind of. Like Comic-Con. They do those those movements, those slow movements with whatever and their eyes are glistening and whatever. And there was a- Pink hair, sell their bathwater, whole thing. There was a woman in the Mm -hmm. barracks getting ready for whatever she does in the military that day. And she was doing that. She was very beautiful and blah, blah, blah. And these, all these guys, it had popped up on my timeline because all these guys were like, this is the military making her do this so that they can recruit desperate dudes, blah, blah, blah. And in my head, I was just like, this is just a smart gal having fun, getting followers, like doing her thing, like many other women are doing, like whatever. Mm -hmm. But there's this whole conspiracy going. And lo and behold, this article comes out that's kind of perpetuating that idea that the military is actually behind Hot women in uniform doing hot lady things. So Also, give me a fucking break. That's how we've recruited for years. Not just ladies in the military. That's different. But I'm talking about why do you think they put dress blues on the thing that you can wear? It's because people want their dick sucked. That's the reason why. Yeah, I mean, it's like the old adage, like you eat with your eyes first. Thank yeah. you. Flaps. Yeah. Thank you. Know, when you. you go to a restaurant and they say you eat with your eyes first, obviously they, you know, restaurants use Instagram to their advantage to make their meals that much more enticing. It's the same principle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right, Kate, what do we got here? Anyway, here's the story from Days Digital. 
I'm not the American dream. I'm more like the American nightmare, beams the influencer known as Hey Lou John in a video to her 363,000 TikTok followers. With a full face of e-girl makeup drawn on freckles and a rosy nose, the 20-year-old is the face of an unsettling new breed of e-girl garnering millions of views online. She posts thirst traps inside choppers, helicopters, and pouty selfies with assault rifles with hashtags like Pew pew and hashtag <laughs> military curbs. Honestly, pew pew super cute. It's super very cute. Kinda like, I, I kind of yeah. like pew pew. Mm-hmm. I do have because usually you go with the third pew, and she's just doing two pews because she doesn't mm-hmm. have anything to hide. Two pews. It's right. understated, mm-hmm. right? She shares cutesy unboxing compilations and makeup tutorials, get ready with me videos and lip syncs. She jokes about war bunkers and plays with remote controlled tanks, which she overlays with sparkly filters and heart emojis. Known as an esoteric in esoteric meme circles as the PSYOP girl, Hey Lou John is simply known as Lou John. Uh, she's a PSYOPs specialist in the U.S. Army. Her online presence has led to countless memes speculating that she is a post-ironic PSYOP meant to recruit people into the U.S. Army. So there's people who think they are making it seem like this is her day-to-day job, PSYOPs, but really her only purpose in the military is to get attention from dudes who will then want to join the military because they think they'll be able to meet her. And Just be on, with that, her. on its face, Kate, how do you feel about that? There's no way because there's no way. God bless the army. God yeah. bless them. Mm-hmm. Hey, there's no way they're thinking of that. I, I, people always mm. have these like deep, these deep like conspiracy theories. And I'm like, it's just not possible because if it makes sense and it will work, we're not doing it. Yeah. We haven't thought of it. If okay? it makes too much sense, it's probably not true. And yeah. I think if they found out woke military you found out that you're slanging pink hair girls with different freckles on their faces trying to get recruit you'll get canceled they don't want yeah. you don't want the whole army to get canceled but so she actually is employed by u.s army psyops um she posts countless tiktoks and memes that play into this um her official website is called psych ops uh i love she, that she says my own taxes used used to psyop me says one commenter definitely a fed i'm signing up for the army now writes another um, and she's not the only e-girl using sex appeal to lure the internet's simps into the armed forces. <laughs> There's Bailey Crespo and I Kayla love that. Salinas. The simp force, United yeah. States Marine simps. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. Uh, and then on the guys' end of this, you have the mill talk gunfluencers, the dudes. Oh, you know, yeah. you can picture them as soon as I say it. You know exactly who I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's the dudes being super mega alpha dudes shooting the guns. And there's male simps commenting on that too. Like, this is what a guy is. This is what I'm I think that's be. more simpy than the women. Like, I think yeah. they yeah. simp over Brett, uh, vet bros more. Um, and there's just a ton of, um, then there's gun weight. Am I saying it right? Waifus? Gun yeah, waifu? I think She's so, an yeah. Israeli influencer and an IDF soldier who uses the waifu aesthetics and cat girl cosplay to pedestal pro-Israel propaganda to nearly a million followers. Um, But basically, I think there's no, I think you're just underestimating how smart women are and knowing, hey, what's a combo that fucking people love and that will get me followers? Titties and guns, man. That's right. I don't think it has anything to do with recruitment, anything. They're just smart. They just know exactly how to get followers. And if you, there's a million hot people online. If you have Mm -hmm. a unique angle, such as being in the military, you're going to play that up and focus on it so that it makes you unique. Like, I'm not saying I'm a hot girl, but I definitely played up my military background and it helped me get where I am today. Like, oh, if that yeah. makes any sense, like, it's why we do zero block 30. Everybody um, uses the things they have in their arsenal. Why would you not? Minus the titties. I'm an A-cup, right. unfortunately. But I mean, this is smart if you want to use people like Bella Roach. Because one thing 
that's been true for thousands of years. Teddy's put asses in the seats. Guys, girls, whoever. People love him. Jimmy Brandon Walker. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Brandon Walker's, Brandon got, Walker's got it. You know what? Brandon Walker is a great microcosm for who we're trying to recruit in the military, okay? Mm-hmm. Simple brain. A simple Not man. Not much else going for him. Very simple, simple man. man. That's right. Sign him up. Mm-hmm. I will say this, though. like so From Mississippi. Th- from Mississippi. <laughs> yeah. He could not be more right. sure, perfect, cookie-cutter <laughs> military recruit. Yeah, this fa- last... He grew up in a in a military town in West Point, Mississippi. He Come did. on. Worked on a worm farm. Uh-huh. Um, we've yeah. entered an era. This is the last part of the article here. We've entered an era of military-funded e-girl warf- warfare. I looked, and I couldn't find any proof. I the. Could because doesn't the military have to disclose their budget? Kind of like could someone find proof that that these women are actually getting paid by the military? Like I do wonder now. Like I don't think the army thought of having people do this, but now that they see how valuable TikTok and stuff can be towards gaining attention to their branches and to the service, like do you think that's a possibility that they would start paying like e-girl influencers? Um, I think they should. I mean, why not? Not just e-girl, any influencer, everything that's at your disposal, because you constantly do interest. And just because you have that interest in like the anime world doesn't make it any different. They have NFL recruiting, NBA recruiting, UFC recruiting, all these different interests. Why would you not go to anime too? Yeah. And this is uh, why people are saying like this. um, Don't go to college, become a farmer, uh, don't go to college, become a farmer or a soldier. Instead, Lou Jan urges her audience in a recent mm-hmm. TikTok before going on an anti-liberal rant about the metaverse and impossible burgers. Realistically, it's not that the U.S. Army is actively funneling trad ideology via a 20-year-old influencer. Posting hot girl content as a soldier online benefits her personal brand, too, like I was saying. But when you consider how enlistment rates among Gen Z have pu- plummeted, unofficial pro-military content like hers undeniably plays into the army's motives um and and then there's another follow-up article when the army spends 100 million on advertisement each year um just to get ratioed by a 21 year old girl with a tiktok um Mm. people like poking fun at their stuff so i feel like undeniably this is it's got to be on their radar yeah and they've got to be doing something with it so two points to your question about the psyops community our budgets probably aren't that out there publicly, but I bet you there's a line item for like 20,000 coffee mugs that it's, you know, coffee mugs, but it's actually something else. Um, oh, yeah. Because I do think those budgets are probably public somewhere. Um, but, you know, then also like, here's a business idea, maybe for Zero Blog 30. Why wouldn't the army hire someone to do social media consulting for them? It's like, how sure do you want to target? I'm they sh- do. Yeah, they, they absolutely they do. That, yeah. yeah. But um, how effective is it? Because I, I don't know. I haven't seen anything. I don't know. They have on... their esports teams and yeah. all that stuff. I think they're getting better and better at it. And I know they're. What I'm saying is they should hire us. Okay, that's oh, what no, I'm we're saying. We suck at, at it. it. Are you yeah, we're awful at it. They should not hire us. <laughs> no. um, anyway, just an interesting thought. Uh, do you like if you're out there listening? Let us know. Do you think uh, the military is paying hot TikTokers to reel in? new recruits or is it just the luck of the draw there that and if you have a particular influencer that you want the army to sign up so that they can be hot influencers that would be great too i would love to have more hot influencers like if we could get that one guy what is his name white guy james you know 
You know what I'm no. talking about? Oh, yes, uh, I do know who you're talking oh, about. Caucasian, Caucasian James. Caucasian yeah. James, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, Get him. He's cute. Yeah. And he uh, has a great social media account. Man. All right, let's move on to round number two. We're going to talk a little bit about some Russian men that actually left Russia and went to South Korea. What happened, Kate? Yeah, so first, you were talking about that movie about the man that was stuck at the airport, um, Steven Spielberg's The Terminal, which mm-hmm. was based on the true story of an Iranian man um, named Maran Nasseri. He lived in exile at Paris's airport from 1988 until 2006 when he was hospitalized. Um, he could be found day or night around this particular bar in the airport, the Bye Bye Bar, where he would journal, listen to the radio, smoke his pipe and eat McDonald's, which was brought to him by strangers. Like he became so famous in this airport that people would like go find like him during their layovers. And I got yeah. to bring him McDonald's once, you know, that kind of thing. So people helped him live there for for years upon years um he returned to living at the airport in september of 2022 and died of a heart attack a couple months later there so he ended up making it back to the airport from the shelter he was in to die there this Um, is like the red from shawshank redemption airport like where he was institutionalized by the airport he couldn't make it on the outside yeah oh you talk about brooks where brooks hung himself yeah well, it was yeah. kind of international I law can, kept in there. On the red side. On they the... were basically like, if you leave the airport, we have to send you back and whatever. So he was kind of trapped Great there. movie. Love that movie. Well, five Russian men are now trapped at uh, South Korea's Incheon International Airport. They've been there for months because authorities in South Korea refuse to accept them. Like, they cannot leave the airport. Um, they fleed the Moscow's military mobilization order last September and have just been trapped in this airport ever since. Three of the men arrived in October, the remaining two in November. Oh, should we start this show? Yeah, I'm down. Just buying a car in Carvana first. Oh, for real? Yeah, it's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do is answer a few questions. Ooh, that's helpful. And now just customizing my down and monthly payments. Ooh, that's a very fair deal. Yep. Boom. Just bought a car. And you get to take me to the Carvana vending machine in a couple days to pick it up. Ooh. I'm kind of busy. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Their applications for refugee status were denied by the South Korean Justice Ministry. And so they have just been stuck in departure, the departure zone ever since then. They are provided with one meal a day, which is lunch. But for the rest of the day, they live off bread and drinks. Like they have to rely on airport people. They're able to shower and wash their clothes by hand, but are are unable to leave the departure and duty-free areas. Um, They have limited access to medical care and no support for their mental health, which is important considering their precarious situation. Uh, Um, They should listen to the podcast and get better help, honestly. Yeah, but they're more, uh, they're part of the 200,000 at least that fled Russia for Georgia, Kazakhstan, the European Union, South Korea, after those mobilizations were announced. It was for men age like, what, 17 to 60 or something like that? Yeah, something crazy. Soldiers who refuse to fight and return to the front line are reportedly held in basements in occupied Ukrainian territory and face charges of desertion, according to their families. So, like, once you leave, you cannot fucking come back or you're fucked. Um, South Korea's Ministry of Justice has dismissed the men's applications as not being worthy of evaluation on the grounds that refusal of constrict conscription was not a reason for refugee. Like, sorry, I know you ran from your war, but we're not considering you a refugee. Like, that's the South one- Korea. Yeah, and the ones that they were talking about, Kate, like the ones, the only ones that were exempt were people that were sex crimes against minors, treason, spying, or terrorism. Those are the only ones. And sex crimes against minor, that is made 
like a point. So sex crime against adults, good to go. Yeah, you're good to go. And in a sick way, it might incentivize doing that so you can get right. out of service, yeah, which is true. also completely fucked. Yeah. Anyways, uh, that's Russia for you. Um, <laughs> but so that's the story. They're trapped at the airport right now. It sucks they can't leave that particular area because South Korea's airport, the Incheon International Airport, golf course, spa, private sleeping rooms, <laughs> ice skating rink, a casino, indoor gardens, the Museum of Korean Culture, um, free Wi-Fi, medical center, dentist, uh, 90 different stores, movie theater, performing arts center, tons of restaurants, and a dry cleaners in there. This is like God, a mall dude. attached yeah. to an airport. This is unbelievable. I don't know how go. much of that they have access to, but they cannot go golfing right now. I'm pretty sure Damn. they're stuck. Um, I just looked up some airport facts after this, just for the hell of it. Busiest airport in the U.S., hands down. And often it's number one or two in the entire world. Mm -hmm. That part surprised me. Atlanta. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, over um, total passengers in a year, over 75 million, almost 76 million go through there. Um, Fun fact about Nashville Airport, they ended up getting a, you know how when you're at the airport, you can have your drink at the bar, but you can't leave that area with your drink. Nashville got a property-wide liquor license, so you can walk around that whole airport boozing. God, like dude, Bourbon that would Street. be so great Love at, it. when you come back in from a long vacation and you're sitting waiting at baggage claim forever. Yes. Yep. Having like a beer down there would make that so much more enjoyable. A little mm-hmm. pina colada. Or sometimes mm-hmm. you get your beer and you're trying to just sip and enjoy it, but it's time to go to your gate. Well, you can bring your beer on over there. I mean, just mm-hmm. having a beer thumbing through your phone on TikTok, looking at hot e-girls trying to get you to join the army. Be yeah. Incredible. I love this one. I didn't know this. Yeah, this is cool. Terminal 5 at New York's JFK Airport. I hate going to the airport with a huge bulky coat. I like when I went to your wedding cons, I had all this cold weather shit for me and my son. Mm -hmm. And it just takes up all this space. I'm going to Florida. I'm not going to use it. At Terminal 5, they have a coat check in JFK. If you're going anywhere warm, you can leave all your cold shit there and then just pick it up when you return. You don't have to take it with you. I thought it just meant for the time you're at the airport. The whole time? The whole time you're gone. And when you get back, you can pick it back up. I like that. Um, At any given time, there's about 1.2 million people in the air. That's wild to think about. Um, That is, yeah. That makes the skies, like the skies above us, the 159th most populous country in the world with more (laughs) people than Cyprus, Fiji, and other countries. Wow. Yeah. Um, you know how people take change out of their pockets and flick it mm-hmm. when they're going through TSA? Um, they leave people across the U.S. leave about a million dollars worth of change every year. That's all combined. Crazy. I would have thought that would be higher. It's about a million. Um, that's, that's well, the crazy. reason I think chaps is not higher is because we've skewed oh, further yeah, away. People don't do change. People don't have yeah. change and cash on them as much anymore. Yeah, yeah they people, say the, the money. Other day I, the other day I said that. You could I couldn't go to McDonald's because I didn't have my wallet. And people are like, why don't you just get change yeah. out of here? Like, the fuck? Where did I get yeah, change? Nobody's from? doing that. Um, they use that money, by the way, to help improve security at the airports. I think it should go into like a big ton team that one TSA agent. They do a big lottery every year. And somebody just gets have like a change. tip jar, like where it's tip sharing. Yeah, there you go. Something like that. All right. Uh, here's the question. Now, it has to be an airport you personally have been to but if you have to go live in an airport you have to pick an airport that you have to go live at what airport are you living at like these folks in this story because obviously like i'd go pick the south korean airport but i've never You're been right. there that's so what i was count. gonna say there yeah. that's easy so it's gotta oh, be I have one been there been i've been to the airport in seoul well there you go then you get to go to the the pretty much awesome airport fuck yeah singapore <laughs> too singapore's airport is sick okay is it dallas that has the ihop 
Let's do the United hungover. States. Yeah, let's do the okay. United States. My favorite airport to be hungover at is Indianapolis. It is so easy to get through. You could eat off the floors and they have this burger place where they make, it's like 96th Street Burgers, where they make this super, super thin little burger. It's like when you're hungover, it's the perfect. And I've been hungover in that airport like 20 times now. Mm-hmm. Um, I've, yeah, anyway. That's I one of my favorite Katie back. stories is coming back from Indiana and how Oof. much of a shit show that was. Oh man, and the, and the sweatpants with high heel <laughs> shoes on once. Yeah. I lost my shoes at a wedding. Yeah, that uh-huh. was embarrassing. Um, but man, I've been, that airport always does me right when I'm at my worst. And I feel like those people don't judge. Sneaky yeah. airport. I wouldn't mind living in Charlotte's Charlotte's airport's nice. Mm. It has those nice rocking chairs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think I might go Las Vegas. Oh, good God. There's just a lot to do there. I, you got to remember, you got to live there. So there's got yeah, to be something. Yeah, but you wouldn't live your... there long with all that smoke in the air cons. <laughs> oh, <laughs> two old point. tuna sandwiches, the Vegas airport. Cons oh, might yeah. Be, cons yeah. might be flipping on the Next to Hank. By He's the having fucking... sex, clearly. <laughs> Something's going on oh, with this guy. Oh, man. And you oh, can man. imagine using the bathroom all the time at the Las Vegas airport with all those people eating that shitty casino food. And next thing you know, they're having ripping diarrhea because they've been drinking nothing but Mai Tais all week. Mm. Dude, I've started following a lot of smaller cities, um, all their journalists and all for blogs to try and find blogs that not everybody else here is blocking the same shit, you know? So I've been mm-hmm. trying to find like, so I've started hyper-focusing on Vegas. That city is just not real life. No, it's yeah. crazy. The shit that All happens the there every day, there. there's like f- at least five insane things every single day that happen there. Yeah. Still, the, one yeah. of the most interesting videos I've ever seen on Vegas is when Donnie does went to Vegas and did like a the documentary mole on the mole people. Yeah. Who live underground there. Incredibly yeah. interesting. Oh, um, let's move on to the <laughs> news roundup. I have one more thing I want to talk to you guys about after we do the news roundup. I'll do okay. it before. How about I'll do it before? Sure, go ahead. I'll, I'll do it right now. Ever. Right darn now. Have you guys ever heard, first of all, I'm going to be honest here with the listeners, because I know deep down this is a creepy thing that I've been doing, but I need to Uh tell the listeners. Hmm. One, I've been watching the sentencing of mass murders a lot because I it's just it's interesting. And I love to see the pain on their faces after the pain that they've caused. It's been interesting Two, based on that. One of the judges said you're going super max to one of the guys. And I was like, I've heard of Supermax. And then he said, you're going Supermax Florence. And I never heard of that. And if he was going to make a specific point to say you're going to Supermax Florence, there must be something terrible about this prison. Have you guys Mm. ever heard of it? No. No. It's the most extreme. Some people say it's the most extreme prison in the world, not just in the United States, but in the world. The kind of prisoners that they have there. El Chapo, they have the Unabomber, they had Timothy McVeigh, they have the um, the original World Trade Center bombers. All of them are there. They have eight by four cells that are only have a concrete bed with like a half an inch mattress, and that is it in their oh. cells. They spend 23 and a half hours a day in their cells with nobody else, not talking to anybody else, not seeing any other light. I was watching this, and I thought I might get involved in advocacy for this shit to end because it's I, it's torture. Like they and they'll put people in there with mental illnesses. One guy came out after he was in for twelve years, and he said I couldn't speak for like three or four years after I got out there because it was so much solitary confinement. They're allowed to hit the prisoners if you get out of line and you touch one of the guards and you're in the yard. They have full right to shoot you 
right there, then and there, touching, like on the hand, just touching someone. They have full rights to shoot you dead. That's pretty crazy that we can extradite American prisoners to an international prison. It's there not an international sort of agreement. prison. It's here. Oh, it's I thought here. you said, where did you it's say a, it is? It's ADX Florence. It's a place in Colorado. Oh. <laughs> you said Florence? <laughs> I thought Florence, Italy. Oh, <laughs> uh, no. It's called ADX Florence. There's some documentaries about it. It's absolutely fascinating. Okay. Uh, I mean, I it's fucked up. But it's fascinating. Shall I take your order or do you need a minute? Yes, I'll be ready. Just buying a car on Carvana. What? It's super convenient. I already got pre-qualified in two minutes. All I had to do was answer a few questions. What? That's handy. Yeah. Now I'm customizing my down and monthly payments. What? That's an exquisite deal. And just like that, Carvana's delivering my car in a couple days. What? Oh, yeah. Uh, Sorry, I'll have the burrito. Visit Carvana.com to finance your next car. Financing subject to credit approval. Delivery fees may apply. Well, on my end, Tom Brady. <laughs> yeah. Tom Brady has retired. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, he retired. He put out a video today. Um, again, I know everybody flipped out when he was compared to the military or something like that, or seasons to deployments. But he mm-hmm. is like the like my cousin's husband. He did his twenty years, but Iraq was still going strong, and so he was a reservist, and he kept volunteering to deploy. And she's like dude, if you do this one more time, I got to lose my mind, like cut it the fuck out. And I'm like, there's so many reservists out there who probably going, yep, I know how that goes. You take it one deployment too far, man. And shit just falls apart. Uh, so anyway, that's what I was yeah, thinking. Our of. guy Jack Murphy actually talked about that. And he put out a term. I'm sure it's been around for a while, but like war addicts is essentially yeah. what a lot yeah. of people in our generation are. They're just, you could see it on Instagram, the things that they like, the things that they post war addicts. Yeah. So here's my take on Tom Brady. And I've said this before, but I'll say it again. Cause I don't think I've ever said it on ZBT and Mike Francesa agrees with this take. So it's very clear. Like he's the greatest player to ever play in the NFL. I don't think anyone ever will touch seven Super Bowl wins ever. Mm-hmm. Maybe some guys might get close four or five, but I don't think anyone ever gets seven again. He's the greatest of all time, but I do not believe he's the greatest quarterback of all time. If you can follow that, I think Peyton Manning is the greatest person to ever play that position. Whereas Tom Brady's greatest player, but Peyton Manning is the best quarterback of yeah, all there's time. There's different things. I I could see that you say like based on the amount of stuff that he controls on the line of scrimmage and all yeah. that stuff. And I would say I think he's I think Brady is obviously the best player. Patrick Mahomes is the most talented player to ever play the position. Physically and it's, gifted, and it's yes. Not, it's not close. Yeah. Um, and Francesca was like, Montana was a better Super Bowl quarterback. He had like a 120 rating. Brady only had a 90 rating in all his uh, Super Bowls. Um, so I'm not alone in this take, but that's that's my take. It's, it's hard to all say because right, people are like, enough. you're an idiot, but that's my all take. Right. I think Peyton Manning's better. I'm cutting off sports talk because All it's right. sports. The only thing right. I care about is the Eagles going to the Super Bowl. That's right. Yeah. George Santos has dropped his special committees. How noble of him. Um, he told the House GOP conference Tuesday that he wants off his two committees. Those were the Committees on Science, Space, and Technology and the Committee on Small Business. Um, and then on a fun note, last week he arrived at his office because the press has been like just lurking outside his door. I love he's, it. Yeah. He's such a fun. He's so electric. Um, he came out of his office. Good with dresser Donuts. though, right, Cons? He's a good dresser. No, I, I oh said my this. God. No, he's not. What? I said oh. this. I think he he does oh. too much layering. He doesn't yeah. have the physique layering. to be layering as much as he he's does. He's trying. He's like a guy trying to dress good. Anyway, he yeah. popped out of his office with Dunkin' Donuts for the press and said, you can look forward to seeing some cool stuff coming out of this office soon. And I'm really looking forward to that. And uh, the next day he had Chick-fil-A. That's he did. What it was he's the next it. Day. Yep. It was Chick-fil-A, yeah. 
Hey, really so, quickly, because she can hear me in the other room. My wife texted me. She goes, that's you. You layer too much and you look chubby. Yeah, so. <laughs> that's fair. Yeah. Layering uh, does make you look chubby. Yeah. Up next, radioactive <laughs> authorities scanning a remote Australian highway for a teeny tiny, the size of your pinky nail missing radioactive capsule have found it. So again, oh, is it three, six? Who's missing the right? Yeah, seriously. If Australia in in the fucking outback can find a radioactive thing the size of their pinky nail, you better ship me that M- M9 or whatever right. it is you lost the other day. <laughs> what, wouldn't you um, think those like heat signature drones would be able to pick that up? But what what about it would be it's, warmer put, putting off a heat signature? Right, on wouldn't a radioactivity unless... be warm? Oh, radioactivity. I thought well, we were here's about the, the thing, rifles. chaps. Here's the thing. Oh. Um, they didn't realize that this piece was missing, this tiny little piece, until the vehicle that it had been on had already gone 870 miles. <laughs> so picture how big of a space that is. Picture that this thing could have rolled. This thing was light enough that the wind That's could the have blown it. the across from, uh, from the east side of Texas all the way to the west side of Texas. Right, that it could have gotten picked up on the tread. It was the perfect size to get picked up on the tread of another vehicle. So that's what, I mean, they were looking this whole entire scanning, this whole, and it definitely had to have bounced when it rolled. Well, anyway, six days after the capsule went missing, um, it's called casium-137. I'm probably saying that wrong, but it's so highly radioactive. They said if you touched it, it could burn your skin. And that Ooh. standing near it gives you about 10 the the same radiation dose as 10 direct x-rays with no protection to your body every, for like every minute you stand near it. Like that's we, how powerful this little thing was. We need to build a fence around that area. Because if you could do that, imagine what it's doing to the animals that are out there. We're going to have some absolute freaks in the field with those animals that are going to be affected by nuclear stuff. Freaks. Yeah, very, uh, very wild story. I'm glad they found it. And of course they're like, how the fuck did this happen? Why would you throw something so radioactive so haphazardly in the back of like a fucking truck that it could fall out of a package? <laughs> Whatever. Um, yeah. It's not a case of BMREs. Yeah. Great, great <laughs> news from the army. Finally, they have released a long awaited new parental leave policy, which doubles the amount of time soldiers can take as new parents. Um, applies to everybody. You get 12 weeks. Um, those whose spouse has given birth as well as those who adopt or foster a child. So even the dads get longer leave now to help out. For birth parents, the new leave is in addition to the six weeks that they were authorized for convalescent leave. And six weeks just is not fucking enough. It doesn't cut it at all. Um, no, I, I, sorry, really quickly. I just, I love this from the army because I think too often, and not just the army, the military in general, people are so reluctant to make changes because they're like, oh, well, we did it this way for so long. We're able to get through it. That doesn't mean you shouldn't adapt and evolve and get better. So kudos and it's to the delusions army. of grandeur, right? Like yeah. it's, right. you think that your unit, if you don't have fucking sergeant whoever for 12 weeks everything's gonna fall apart if right. that's the case you're a shitty leader <laughs> like right and i remember four months after i still couldn't put a shirt or a bra on that's how much pain i was in like for the most part i was still in a robe and i was a mess i was crying every day i was getting infections like i was just a mess and i needed help i needed a partner there to help me out through all that like going through all that alone as a military spouse especially a lot of times military spouses are in areas where they're not around their friends and family. And so they're on their own and looking at the news story that just happened, what up in Connecticut and like mental health, parental, like it all is so important. Um, so I think this is a really good thing. Yeah. Kate, so. Sorry. Alex was telling me about that story. That's, yeah. that's horrible. Pretty crazy. Yeah. Um, finally, the last news roundup update, I did a, uh, a post on ZBT's Insta about this guy 
the Marine Sergeant Jason Frank. Who Can I be went... honest before you continue with the story? When yeah. I went through this sheet, I thought it said Hobby Lobby. I was like, <laughs> I was yeah. like, if we're talking about a Hobby Lobby beat down, something extreme must have went down to that motherfucker. No, but this Marine, Marine Sergeant Jason Frank, uh, PSYOPs with one MEP, uh, one MEP. He went viral, um, this video that got posted in December. He's drunk in a hotel lobby late at night, and he's yelling. There's only two people down there, the little office clerk who's like, she's like five foot four, and this woman who's the security guard there. And he's coming at them. He's saying racist shit to the security guard. And then he tries to go further into the hotel, and he pushes. The little five foot four clerk is like, please don't go any further, and he just pushes her backwards. This is when the security guard comes over, and he starts stepping to her and she says, no, no. She picks up a lamp and just starts beating the Weapon shit out of, of this Marine with a lamp. Yep. Beats him down to the ground. By the time the cops come, he has run off. And these women say, we're not going to press charges. But the video that got posted of it started going viral. And people were like, oh, my God, I know that guy. He's in the Marines. Well, the Marine Corps picked up the case, looked into it. And now he is um, being charged with misdemeanor charges of assault and battery. And he faces up to one year in prison and a bunch of fines if he gets charged. So he's not getting charged in the civilian world for something he did in the civilian world. But the Marine Corps is like, we'll take it from here. Oh, yeah. Uh, Especially since yeah. it embarrassed the Marine Corps and they had to respond to it over and over again. Yeah. But he's going to be walking out of there as a PFC. No doubt mm. about it. Yeah. Um, I, think I never one thought good about thing... that. Sorry. If, if you bring shame on your respective branch of the military, how that would impact your punishment overall mm -hmm. but yeah it makes sense sorry yeah um but it was good to see overwhelmingly the response to that online was other marines being like this guy's not one of us fuck this guy um so big united response against that fella and that behavior there's Stephen mm -hmm. j in the background big tom brady guy <laughs> um anyway that's it that's all i got all right let's move on to some save rounds and alibis Catherine. we will start with you one we finally got our first little snowfall today that counted yeah had we made it, I think, two or three more days, we would have hit the New York City world record for longest we'd ever gone in a year without snow or consecutive days without snow. Um, and so for some dumb reason, I've been counting that, that down. And I was like, we're almost there. We're going to whatever. I don't know why I cared. So that I was very disappointed. me, honestly, because we've had two snow days in San Antonio. I have ice storm right now. How is that possible, Kate? Yeah, and it was only like like a fraction of an inch that we got, but it was enough to count. Otherwise, we were a couple of days from uh, breaking a record, which somehow I could feel like I had a part in just living oh, in yeah. the area. Very no exciting. Doubt. It's on me. Um, also, check out on YouTube right now on Zero Blog 30. We did an interview with Chad Robichaud about his book, Saving Aziz, how the mission to help one became a calling. He was part of that crew that helped get like 17,000 people out of Afghanistan during the withdrawal. So hearing that story, pretty Pretty incredible stuff. So that is up on the YouTube. You can watch it in full right now. And you can check out that book anywhere you can get books, really. So mm. check that out. Is That's that it? it for me. All right. Oh, I'm just endless boogers is my other thing. Just <laughs> okay. Yeah. Tell that story. Right now. Tell what happened. No, yeah, I what just, happened? Uh, just yeah, in the bathroom. Happened? I have a hard time blowing my nose in front of people. Mm. Like I get really self-conscious about it. Like when I see people doing it on the train or like in the middle of the office, I'm like, oh my God, have some. Have you always been that way or is that a post COVID thing? Yeah, I think I think I could fart in front of all the all the I I had to on the fart eliminator on the yak. Yeah. But I, I but blowing my nose, I've always been weird about. Even when I was in the military, like we'd sit around the smoke pit farting and laughing, but like I 
don't like blowing my nose in front of people. Yeah, it is a gross sound. How is it now with your adult braces? Better or worse or something? Fucking terrible, man. Uh, Having a cold with yeah. adult braces in because then it's like extra. I, I just Sneeze feel extra lispy. Not that there's yeah. anything wrong with a lisp, but I feel very extra lispy lately. But just where do they all come from? It's endless. It's endless. The boogers? Yes. Yeah. The human body is incredible. My son and I just endless uh, for like two weeks now. I just don't know where it all comes from. Pretty amazing. I had a cold the other day. I was pretty stuffed up and went with a neti pot for the first time. But one of those mm. ones that you could put like saline and really go after it and push it down hard. One of the most funs I've had in years, honestly. Really? Like you, you put it in there and I shot that bad boy up like one of Elon Musk's SpaceX rockets. Like it just went straight up my nose. And it was like Niagara Falls booger. It was awesome. I wish I could do That's that crazy. every day. I was paranoid about the booger sucker for my son. Remember mm. before he was born, I was like, this is the thing I'm least looking forward to. What is Bloody it now, uh, I, for, uh, I forget what they call it, but it's like a little tube yeah. with a sponge that stops the boogers from hitting your mouth. But you literally suck the boogers out of their nose. Um, they have like electric ones. They're not as good. And now I'm like, holy shit, Pat, look at how much I got in this one. Uh, it's <laughs> like a game to me. I'm like, you wouldn't believe how much boogers I, I sucked out. Maybe of booger guy. talk is a big thing, too. Yo, next round is about to start. You ready? Yeah, yeah, just shopping for a car in Carvana. For real? Yeah, Carvana makes it super convenient to shop whenever, wherever. For real? That's a ton of car options. Yep, and these are all within my price range. For really real? You can afford that? Yeah, with Carvana. And boom, just like that, I'm getting it delivered in a couple days. For really, really real? You just bought a car. For real, and you just lost. My turn. Visit Carvana.com to shop for thousands of vehicles under $20,000. Yeah. So anyway, hot, right. that's hot safe rounds by me. That's what's Yeah, it really is. Covered yeah. all the bases from Afghanistan mm-hmm. to boogers. Can't do yeah. that anywhere else. Truly. Cons, Cons, what do you got? Yeah, um, I said this year I wanted to start, pick back up with my reading. I've mm. done so. I'm in the middle of a great book right now. Oh. I love it. And it forces me to put my phone down at different times and just read. And I enjoy that. So proud of myself for that. Number Good two, job, right Cons. now. What's that? I was just gassing you up. Great job. Speaking of gassing me up, some guy gassed me up on the street the other night when I was just walking to tell me he really liked my outfit. He ended up walking over. We started talking for a few minutes. Complete That's the stranger. best compliment somebody can give you, too. <laughs> my word. For him to stop where he was going to he tell me I had tracks, a nice outfit. Yeah. yeah. It was nice. It was it was great. We dapped up and went about our nights, and it was, it was nice. So don't be afraid to gas up a stranger. That's, no. There's so many times because we work right across the street from the Fashion Institute. So sometimes mm-hmm. there's people really mm-hmm. wearing fancy shit. And I always want to say, like, I love your boots. I love your jeans. I love your shoes. Do it. Um, but I don't because I feel like a weirdo. No, they, uh, who do doesn't it. like getting gassed up? I mean, right. when I came in, remember that time I came into town and you were wearing Katie Cool Girl shoes? And I was yeah. like, Kate, nice kicks. You were beaming. But it's different. Uh-huh. Like, say I was dressed fashionably. I think it would mean something for me to compliment someone, but I just look like a scrub. I look like I could have just crawled out of a cardboard box on there. I like your shoes. And so it doesn't, doesn't seem I, as good. I think it kind of would go the other way, Kate, because they would look at somebody that like, for me, like I look like a garbage pill kid walking around. Like if I have that sense of fashion and I recognize the fact that you look good, I think that's an even bigger compliment. Hey. It's like admiration. Yeah. Or it's, mm-hmm. um, aspirational was the word i was looking for thank you um two quick things we have a great deal going right now with tailor-made where there's a sweepstakes where you can win a tailor-made stealth two driver uh along with a uh hybrid uh stealth two hybrid or a fairway wood 
TaylorMade's unbelievable. So if you don't go to our Twitter and click that link or our Instagram and click that link, you're just a dummy. Uh, and let me just say, I got that one in the mail too. Took it out to the driving range about a week and a half ago, I guess. I stink out loud at golf now. I probably couldn't get below 110. I haven't played mm-hmm. in so long. I The first swing, I ripped that fucker down the down the fairway. I was mm-hmm. shocked. Shocked. Yeah. yeah. My, they mine's on, on its way. Honestly, shouldn't be allowed to do that. Like, you shouldn't be allowed <laughs> to make terrible golfers average. No, but I love allowed. it. I love it because I think it brings more people to play golf and it, you know, it's so much less frustrating if you're, mm-hmm. you're hitting the ball. Well, obviously it's more fun. Um, and then finally, I'm going to be vulnerable here for a second. Okay. okay. Oh. I, I don't, I don't want to be mean, but maybe this is not mean. I don't know. I'm kind of like an enlisted person when it comes to traveling, I will search out, pre-made tuna sandwiches i love them for whatever reason pre-made tuna tastes delicious to me i don't know if that's an illicit take or that's a garbage take or whatever but i love it i love where pre-made at? tuna where dude like the airport little like kiosk you know oh, that like, has like the pre-made USO? sandwiches <laughs> no not uso like the uh hudson news place or so you're if, saying you know, because you oh, like i thought you meant free like it, you're no, saying no, no, like no 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 poor gross like i'm paying food, for you it. must be like an oh, enlisted like person yeah. yeah, yeah. In fact, right, I am. Kate. And I mean, I thought a free tuna fish sandwich. You're really fucking taking it. <laughs> God, that is dangerous. Yeah, you're gonna be getting on a plane with boatloads of diarrhea. Yeah, right. I don't know what it is. I just love like pre-made gas station type sandwiches. Tuna sandwiches. You know, sandwiches. I'm here for it. That's yeah. my mm-hmm. kind of thing. So, the no. gas stations in uh, Japan unbelievable sushi like i saw people going in there i was like you're gonna die like eating gas station sushi and then i tried it and i was like that's better than any sushi i've had in america it's really yeah. wow it's fine like it's awesome so, uh that it yeah i guess uh i guess so i guess so all right i need to complain a little bit here it's Uh-oh. not so i'm fucking sick of my life i don't like starting that way but i am just Sick of it, man. Let me give you a little run through of what's been going on at my house. Since we went on Christmas break, I've broken a toe. I've had kidney stones. I, mm-hmm. I got super sick and had the flu. My wife had vertigo. My wife had an overactive thyroid that she had to be damn near hospitalized. She's been to the ER three times. Cardi had to go twice, one with a hurt ankle, one with a hurt shoulder. Neither one, anything happened. Kelsey got sick. My wife is back to sick. And the worst part about it all, well, I got more too. The worst your part about it tub, all- Your hot tub, your pool. The kids have been off school because <laughs> yeah. of snow. I had, I had bursted pipes. I had, uh, my hot tub is leaking. I had to get a new pool pump. I had, um, my attic had to be done. I had to get all of the different mold spores from whenever the pipes burst out of there. And possibly the worst part of it all, I noticed last night, I got another case of banana deuce and pink eye coming. Look. My- no, I don't want to look. My left eye, Uh-oh. see it, how it's swollen yeah. more? Yeah. Buddy, that's a banana deuce at pink strike, uh, preemptive strike if I've ever seen one. That's 14 things by my count, and we're only at February 1st. Uh, I just don't know what I'm going to do. Uh, if something else happens, oh, and yesterday I had a call with my insurance agent, and they told me, remember, I was so happy that they're going to pay for the – pipes in the attic and all mm-hmm. that kind of stuff and the plumbing it all come out to like eight 
$8,500. Like it's a, a okay. substantial amount of money. And I was thrilled that our insurance agent was like, oh yeah, we'll cover that because it was an act of nature. Like you couldn't have prepared for that. And I was like, we have proof that we had our faucets running. We have all that kind of stuff. Then he hits me yesterday. I think that he's going to pay the bill. He's like, hey, I want to give you your payment through Zelle, which is fantastic because it's basically instantaneous. It's instant, yeah. And he's like, we only took out money for the $4,500 deductible. And I was like, dude, my policy doesn't say shit about a deductible. And he was like, well, I told you that online, and that's our policy deep inside that we have a $4,500 deductible. And I was like, why in the fuck would you not tell me that whenever I call? Like, I've had a deductible important on cars, like all that stuff. $4,500 is high, especially uh -huh. with the amount of money that you pay for a premium on a mortgage. I pay like hmm. $1,100 every two months on my insurance for my house because of the zoning that I live in. Mm -hmm. This shit is ridiculous, man. Wow. And then he was acting like I was fucked up. I have an apology to make to USAA. I went off on them a couple mm. months ago when my car got hit in the Dunkin' Donuts line. Mm -hmm. um, they covered everything. They were so kind. See? Like, I was wrong. They're great. See? I'm a big asshole. Yeah. Love well, them. Wow. This traveler's got a world of hurt coming. Should go USAA. Guess, you got to go guess USAA. Who, guess who go came Kronk. into my office yesterday and it was like, hun, I appreciate you trying to do this, but numbers aren't your thing. I'm going to take this over and I'm going to be a super Karen. I was like, I love it. I absolutely nice. love it. When Annalise takes over something that I'm normally supposed to do, somebody's fucked. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't yeah, know who it is, is, but somebody. I don't know what it says fucked. about people. And I'm one of these people, but I love a good tussle with customer oh, yeah. service. Mm -hmm. oh, no, not I me. Do. Yeah, I gave not my me. pool guy the what for the other day. Cause he tried to bamboozle me too. And mm -hmm. I was like, cause they, $2,200 for the pump. I had to pay like another $1,500 for them to find the leak in the hot tub. And he said, the pool pump will fix the leak, no doubt, because it's the pool pump that is leaking. He fixed the pool pump, $2,200. I go out like seven hours later, the, the hot tub is empty again. And I called him and he was like, well, I didn't say that it would fix it for sure. I just said, you probably need a new pool pump. I was so close to driving over there and giving somebody a beating for all those mm. 17 things that I needed to do, but mm. he didn't get it yet, but he still might sound the retreat. Too.